Let's head over to the KRDO Newsline now. We are joined by White House correspondent John Decker as the Biden administration is trying to step up efforts to fund the war in Ukraine. But this is coming at a uh, pretty concerning time of money drying up, but also maybe some uh, sentiments just for that continued uh, one-way funding to Ukraine. Yeah, there's a real push by the administration right now to renew that funding for Ukraine. Uh, the last round of funding has essentially been depleted. We heard from the National Security Advisor, Jake Sullivan, yesterday talking about what this would mean if there is no more funding for Ukraine. It would mean that Ukraine potentially could lose this war against Russia, that they give up all the gains that they've made against Russia over the course of this past year. This week, the Senate will take up legislation as it relates to funding for Ukraine. Uh, the bill in the Senate also has funding for Israel, for Taiwan, for border security. Uh, the problem for the administration is in the House of Representatives, very narrow majority that Republicans have in the House. And there's a very vocal minority uh, amongst Republicans who don't want to renew that funding for Ukraine. So this message really geared uh, to them. Uh, clearly, if there is a, a renewal of Ukraine funding, uh, I think that it will require strong bipartisanship like we've seen uh, in prior funding bills. And in addition to that, uh, Republicans want a, a big increase in terms of funding for border security at our southern border. That, I think, is going to have to be a part of the equation in order to get this bill across the finish line. Well, will that be enough, though, to uh, assuade some of the more hardliners that may have kind of that political stance that maybe it's time for Ukraine to kind of support their own efforts? Well, I think that, you know, for the people that you describe, if they're against it, they're against it. Uh, but, you know, they were against uh, funding for Ukraine, the last round of funding as well, and yet it's still passed with strong bipartisanship in both the House and the Senate. You're not trying to win those people over. You're trying to win people over that are on the fence. Uh, and uh, I think that's what the administration is focused on. Uh, and, you know, I think that if a vote were to take place today in the Senate, uh, you'd see well over 70 votes uh, of the 100 members in the Senate supporting uh, continued funding for Ukraine. Uh, that's more than enough that's necessary. Uh, again, the issues of the House, that's where the focus is. A House Speaker, Mike Johnson, indicated over the weekend of what he sees as the importance of continuing to fund Ukraine. So that's important to hear that coming from the leader for Republicans in the House, the leader of the House, the Speaker of the House, that's Mike Johnson. Uh, you know, we, we didn't know where he stood on that, but this weekend he indicated that he's uh, strongly in favor of continuing that funding for Ukraine. And this all comes as we're, you know, still dealing with that kind of stopgap funding measure, the, that kind of tiered system. So before long, it's going to have to be turning back to just everyday government funding, not just for efforts in Israel and Ukraine. Yeah, that's right, Andrew. That's the reason why the administration wants to get this, you know, essentially off the table by the uh, end of the year. Uh, and, uh, you know, because so much more attention will be focused on the issues that you just mentioned when we get to 2024, uh, avoiding a government shutdown, funding the government. Uh, this is something that I think the biggest issue uh, likely before Congress, before uh, they leave for the holidays around the 15th of this month. Uh, not a lot of time to get that done. White House correspondent John Decker, appreciate that update. Thank you, Andrew. Have a great day. Bye-bye.